0: The SGP and IDP Pro Players Podcast is proud to be presented by WinBet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And without further ado, here are your veteran IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary the IDP tipster.
1: Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get a $100 free bet at WinBet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined this week, as always, with the Senior IDP Analyst for the SGPN Network, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, how are you?
2: More of a myth than anything, really, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm doing great. I'm excited to have John on here. It's the first time that I've gotten a chance to do a podcast with him, and I'm excited to hear this gentleman talk IDP.
1: Yes, sir. And a very special guest this week, Mr. John Macri at PFF underscore Macri of PFF, a real-life IDP analyst, unlike uh, most of IDP Twitter, and the host of the Big Nickel IDP podcast. He's a rare analyst who also wins at Fantasy Football. Mr. Macri, how are you, sir?
3: <laughs> I am good. I am doing great. i um, glad it's the offseason. I love the offseason. i happy to come on here and chat with you guys and talk some IDP. It's my favorite time of year, especially as we get closer to the draft and we're in the middle of free agency right now. It's exciting stuff, so thank you for having me.
1: Glad to have you on, man. Let's oh, yeah. start with a little uh, background on yourself. So uh, I, I've heard this story, but for the uh, for the listeners and for the new folks, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get to be working at PFF? That's pretty much a dream job.
3: Yeah, it, it was it was pretty cool. I started as a data collection contractor for for the team and it really like minimal availability like because I was already working a job so just doing data collection uh, for PFFs like so many other contractors there's like there was like 500 I think there still is like 500 contractors for for the data collection team and I, I had a chance to actually write some IDP for the website as well Jeff Ratcliffe who was with PFF at the time uh, sent out like an email to everybody and asked for submissions and uh, he liked mine enough to, to choose me to put to do some IDP so I got to do that and in the the same year that i was doing that i was also doing a ton of data collection and and one like it was like our most valuable part-timer for data collection and got hired full-time through that so basically that's that's how i changed jobs and this is my full-time career and then the content team took me on to to write still idp and Just recently upgraded again, I'll be doing uh, full-time content for PFF starting in April and no more data collection for me. So it'll be all content all the time, which will be fun. And uh, obviously that means more IDP stuff for the site, um, but more fantasy stuff, more NFL related content as well so it's really fun just i i, I mean i got lucky i worked hard obviously yeah. to get there but there's there's a lot of people <laughs> Luck on. counts, man uh, it's idp it does,
2: hey absolutely congratulations absolutely. that's some that's some hot ass shit that's a that's a that's a beautiful thing man congratulations and well deserved man well deserved it. i've been an admire. oh thank you gary i, I appreciate yep. it, man Man, that means a
3: lot. And yeah, I'm excited. It's uh it's it's definitely a, a really great opportunity and I, I enjoy doing it and people have been supportive. So that that's been a big key for for that as well. So giving me the chance to do more. Nice.
1: Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Congrats. That That's really good stuff. Thank let's, you. uh, let's talk a little bit about, I mean, it, about your preferences, right? So you, you play a lot of fantasy as well. It's not just right. content writing uh, or ranking or podcasts. Uh, you're a well-known degenerate as well. So w- <laughs> what are some of your, uh, favorite formats, uh, your favorite site for fantasy? What's that look like for you?
3: So, yeah, definitely play a lot. I mean, when you're in like 30 30- plus leagues or you know and then that's not including best balls and stuff like that it probably qualifies as in degenerate territory so but yeah i mean i enjoy all formats obviously idp preferred i I guess idp dynasty is is my most preferred i love dynasty enjoy the redraft as well The, the redraft is really fun just as far as like switching up teams and not valuing guys not worrying about having to value guys long term and stuff like that and just pick up the warm bodies and to help you win so redraft is really fun like that but mfl mfl is my preferred platform as well I, I play on all of them um but yeah there's there's i don't think there's anything better than my fantasy league as far as especially for idp and, and for dynasty just the customization and everything that they provide. I know it's not the most user-friendly site and people complain about that, but for me, it was the first one I used and it'll be the most.
2: Definitely my favorite of all times, been on there 20 some years, whatever it's been and love what Gary Davenport has done with this scoring.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about that. That huge move from them, obviously uh, making the edge position or defensive edge position. So I love it. I, I think it's the right way to go. I mean, this is the time of
3: year, every single year in years prior where the new positional designations would come out and people would lose their shit, right? Like, why is Danielle Hunter <laughs> yeah. a linebacker right. now? And <laughs> you know the, it was every it was every year. It was the same thing, right? And a bunch of undue pressure.
2: It. The only thing they yeah. had to do is just roll with it and change. I apologize. It's, go right ahead.
3: No, you're right. But that, that's what it is, right? And it's 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 exactly that. And it's it's having the guys that rush the passer off the edge as edge defenders we don't need to worry about you know formations and schemes and things like that because every team uses every variation of every scheme that's out there there's mm-hmm. not one set scheme that these teams rely on so it doesn't make sense to classify one player as a linebacker and one as a defensive end when they're essentially doing the exact same job so i, I like the edge mm-hmm. change for for my fantasy league i mean it, it definitely makes it more interesting, I think, because it makes the linebacker pool a little bit more scarce. You can't rely on those Leonard Floyds or Daniel Hunter, whoever it ends up being that was a linebacker mm-hmm. before in those spots. You have to find off-ball linebackers now. I, I love it. I think that's the best way to do it.
1: Nice. Yeah. I noticed the defensive tackle pool is a little deeper too. I I mm-hmm. logged in for the first time since like the Carter administration the other day. And uh <laughs> I, was, I was like, wow, I got some new DTs here. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. It just makes things clearer, right? Like we, we
3: mm-hmm. can see clearly like these guys play on the interior of the defensive line. We're going to call them defensive tackles. These guys play on the outside of the defensive line. They're edge rushers. It, it just simplifies it. I mean, I, I haven't seen anybody that's complained about it. I, everybody seems to agree. And I, I think we finally got to that point because just pushing forward for so long and getting
1: pissed off with the changes for so long. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the WinBet Win Hour, Marquee Games of the Week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get a $100 free bet, limited to state availability. And of course, for our degenerates only, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 in site credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head on over to winbet.com, or download the WinBet app. This offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where Playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by the SGP Masters. Looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? You can win a three-night stay at Circa Las Vegas to hang out with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15.
2: Well, hopefully with this change, uh, in, in my opinion, MFL has just kind of been falling off. You're losing the sleeper and ESPN sure. and then you want everybody, you know, kind of easy, standard IDP. Go to either sleeper or ESPN, which I'm not a huge fan of, but it is what it is. Maybe these changes can somehow help and we could bring in kind of set up and it could help more of a standard people getting in the dynasty or what, yeah. wh- wh- whichever really boils down to the uh, sleeper they should make some changes too if Mm -hmm. they want to be a leader in an industry they really ought to make some some changes
3: yeah big time I mean even just splitting out like their defensive line guys defensive backs to safeties Mm -hmm. corner defensive tackle defensive and just giving that option right I mean I think Mm -hmm. it's built into their system you could find it you know if you dig deep enough you could see that they actually have it built out but for whatever reason they're sticking with the three positions now and then obviously the mm-hmm. ADP if you've done any drafts on on sleeper recently the ADP is a complete mess for for IDP. so right. there's definitely some big
1: changes that need to be done over there
2: the only advantage is a dual designation for somebody starting mm. new that's it oh
1: yeah yeah that's nice for uh best ball and just flexibility yeah. in general yeah mm-hmm. Uh okay, so we've had a ton of news in the last uh week or so here uh with free agency. I, I just want to ask you what's probably I don't want to say the dumbest take you've seen, but the take you think <laughs> that's gonna be wrong the most out of all these changes. Do you have any that come to mind?
2: Oh shit, he's gonna get mine, ain't he? Would you see me? <laughs> Would you see? What's hot?
1: <laughs> what's too hot?
3: Like who's who's who said the dumbest thing about like the the MFL positional changes? Oh no, no, just just oh, in just... terms
1: of uh, free agency and some oh. of the, the the guys getting moved around and stuff. No pressure, like, no pressure, man.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. I I see a lot of dumb stuff. It. I try not to, to, <laughs> to on, keep man. it in my head. Right. I know I don't want to call anybody (laughs) out because they're they I mean I feel like most people know when they say something stupid they're just doing it for the engagement and then the clicks Mm. or whatever and I think that's the thing that drives me the most crazy is those people that you know who call themselves analysts but they don't provide actual helpful information for people that follow them and uh they'd rather engagement farm and, and try to become a personality versus right. you know creating useful content um that'll help people win leaks that's that's the thing that i think drives right. me the the craziest but yeah sometimes i just see dumb shit i just keep scrolling
2: i, I try to let it go but it's hard sometimes <laughs> right i i hot take now but i've been doing this for quite a while mm-hmm. those first three four years whatever i i definitely had to back up everything you know what i mean you, you right. gotta establish yourself you don't hot take first and then you don't reverse that order. Yeah, exactly. You earn it, and then you hot take, and there it is. Yeah, no, for sure.
3: That 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 is exactly the way to do it. There's too many people who will say something and not back it up, but it's so wildly outrageous that you know they get the engagement from it, and that, that's that's all they really care about is the engagement.
1: Absolutely. Well said. Well said. So speaking of some of these free agency moves, let's talk about some of the bigger ones here. I guess we'll start with some of the more recent ones and then work backwards to some of the bigger ones Uh, just in the past week here. I mean, even today. So Terrell Edmonds to Philly, along with Justin Evans earlier in the week. Obviously, CJ Gardner Johnson didn't resign there. What do you think the safety situation is going to look like in Philly uh, this year?
3: It's not great. Like I, I think Terrell Edmonds, you know, them bringing him in, it's a one-year contract, right? So I think he'll start, you know, he's got to prove it. He's been pretty ineffective. I think he's a good, I, I don't know about good. He's he's a decent NFL safety, but he's an ineffective IDP safety, right? He, he had the favorable role in Baltimore ever since he's been there, as far as playing closer to the line of scrimmage, um, getting those box snaps that are, you know, to give him the tackle opportunities, but, was just never efficient with it and that doesn't really offer any upside right like you don't see the big plays come from Terrell Edmonds so he's always been a bit of a letdown for IDP we'll see if things change on a new team but I I do figure you know he'll be the guy to rotate down closer to the line of scrimmage again Um, it might not be as often as it was with Pittsburgh as it is with Philly so I don't know if that does him any good. It probably not. Um, I'd say his outlook is very similar to what it was in Pittsburgh. And then, yeah, Justin Evans probably has a shot to start because who else do they have there? Reed Blankenship and mm. Kayvon Wallace. I, it's it's not great. Um, these are cheap Flyer guys basically to get at, at the end of at the end of drafts. And yeah, most
1: likely you'll drop them at some point for a better option. Good call there. Let, let's talk about one that uh Adam's been a fan of uh lately. Denzel Perryman to Houston. Uh I mean I think we we know one linebacker locked in to start there uh with Harris. But what, what do you think about Perryman? I mean, I love the landing spot. That's that's the main thing, right? And I think I think he has a
3: great shot to start, even over Christian Harris. Um Christian Harris was really bad last year. <laughs> like he was actually super inefficient as well. Him and Kirksey they produced well below expected from, from their roles and the volume of snaps that they saw um, in favorable, like linebacker friendly deployments. So I, I'm not crazy about them. I mean, they're, they'll be fine. I think, you know, whichever one starts, but I, I like Paraman. I'll be interested to see how that room kind of shakes out through the off season and how people value them in drafts, but I'm likely not taking the first Texans linebacker that's drafted. I'll, I'll take this, a shot
2: on the second one, basically, and then hope that they get the full-time role. It's PFF that actually just helped me avoid the hell out of Harris last year and demonstrate to people just how bad he was. He didn't see any improvement throughout the season, did he? Not at all. It was. (laughs) I mean, I think he was a third round pick,
3: right? He he was Mm -hmm. a third round pick and. You know, Mm -hmm. he wasn't great at Alabama either. He didn't grade out well in college Mm -hmm. like some of these other Alabama linebackers. So he has that, you know, that Alabama stamp on him that people get excited about. But, yeah, he really struggled. And not to say that he can't get better or improve or anything like that, because I think he can. It's going to be hard for him to get worse than he was in his rookie (laughs) year. Um, Right? right? So he's got D'Amico Ryans there. That should help a former linebacker as his head coach. And it would just be interesting. Like, there's Christian Kirksey there for one more year. We'll see if they prefer him over Christian Harris, if they've, I would assume that they've noticed that Harris had struggles last year and they'll want to ease him back into a starting role. He kind of started out a necessity last year because of injuries and stuff like that. So I think Perriman as like a veteran presence and somebody that we've seen be efficient and effective in the NFL uh, and for IDP is, is kind of the guy I might want to target for the Texans.
1: Nice. Good call there. What about let's let's shift gears to the Eagles a little bit here. So it it does look like Nicole B. Dean season is approaching, but Nicholas Morrow to the Eagles. Uh I mean, a lot of us, myself included, thought he was dead after uh the moves there in Chicago. <laughs> but mm-hmm. does this bring him back to life? What do you think?
3: I think it could. I mean it's a nice another one of those spots that's like a, a good landing spot. Um maybe not the best idp uh to land in that spot as far as like guys that we want to see be efficient that or that we've seen be efficient in the past but i think he could end up being maybe slightly more productive in this system compared to uh chicago definitely worth grabbing i think in most drafts because he'll probably be much cheaper than nicobe dean i i mean I, I i shouldn't say probably probably i could almost guarantee he'll be cheaper than <laughs> mm-hmm. nicobe dean every right, single right. time and at this time their playing time projects to probably be very similar so yeah we want warm bodies right we talk about this all the time and um if they can be efficient then that's a bonus i think he'll be a nice value in drafts if he can hold that starting job and if he somehow becomes like tj edwards levels of efficient then that's a big time lottery win but we'll see we haven't seen it out of him before but uh not to say that he can't but
1: We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get into the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. I actually
2: liked Morrow a little bit last year, so I got mm-hmm. him late in some drafts. Yeah. I, I got a little bit of a in deeper dynasty. Yeah. When it comes to Philadelphia, what I wanted to say was, I think it really depends on Dean failing or succeeding, whether Morrow has any really high-end ceiling. Yeah, you know?
3: that, I, I think it's a valid point. I mean, we haven't seen Nicobe Dean play basically at all in the NFL. Right. I think he played like 50 mm-hmm. snaps last year. Yeah. Um so you never know, right? Like we we saw it with Devin Lloyd last year and he was a first round pick. Nicobe Dean was a third round pick, but the Jaguars moved off of Devin Lloyd and you know, mm-hmm. cut down his snap significantly. So no, nobody's immune from these kinds of things and Nicobe Dean is certainly isn't either and then there was obviously the health concerns too. So yeah, I'm with you. I think you know Morrow. It, he absolutely was a value uh, last year, and he'll be he'll be a value again this year for sure. Definitely worth a shot, and somebody that I think people should just be drafting in the later rounds after they've got already three or four linebackers. He'll probably still be there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. I, I got a messy one for you here. So uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson to Detroit. <laughs> We we still got Tracy Walker there. I don't know about Deshaun Elliott. I didn't pay attention if he's gone or not. But there's there's a there's a lot of guys there, right? Like mm-hmm. what's Kirby you, Joseph? Right, Kirby Joseph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who who do you think's gonna land out of all that?
3: For Gardner Johnson, it's it's kind of interesting. Like he last year was the first year in his NFL career that he played like more of a typical safety role with the Eagles. So now him signing with the Lions, his old DB coach. Uh, in New Orleans. Aaron Glenn is the defensive coordinator for the Lions now. So when he was with the Saints, he played more of like a nickel corner role, right? So I think there's a chance we see him more in the slot again. He's been good at everything. That that That's the thing with him. He's He's been a very good NFL player and he's shown that he can kind of do it all. I think there's a chance we could still see him play more safety, but I think it's more likely that we see him in a slot role basically with depending on what happens with Tracy Walker, because he is recovering from an Achilles injury too, mm-hmm. right? So that'll definitely play a part of it. But Kirby Joseph played well last year. I think he'll get another chance to start. And the only thing with Gardner Johnson, I think because of his like uh, interception numbers last year, that he tied for the league lead with six, people are probably going to value him a little bit more than I think they should uh, banking on those interceptions. Again, he's never really been that guy. I think those Mm -hmm. six interceptions were more than he's had in his entire career up until that point. So as far as like a tackler go, he goes, he's just been about average. So I I wouldn't overvalue Chauncey Gardner Johnson if he falls great, but I've seen people already drafted him as a top 12 safety um, in best ball and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I want no part Mm -hmm. of him at that cost. Yeah. Good stuff there.
1: Uh, okay. How about, <clears throat> excuse me, another messy one for you. So, uh, Cleveland was a goddamn dumpster fire for linebacker last year. Uh, Anthony Walker just re-signed with Cleveland. It, it was today or yesterday. It was pretty recent. And, uh, we got J okay there. Uh, we had a carousel of dudes last year who, who the heck plays for Cleveland at linebacker this year. Oh,
3: god, Everybody, uh, everybody's <laughs> going to play and it's not going to be good Friday. Be like, you Normal. said, like, yeah, like you said, it was it was a dumpster fire last year. I Even with a new defensive coordinator coming in, Jim Schwartz, I feel like it's going to be more of the same. I, I really don't want any part of them. These guys last year were deployed like situation-specific mm-hmm. um, on the field. So with JOK, Jacob Phillips, and now Walker back in the mix, it's literally the same group that
2: they had last year. Sione, talkie Takitaki, that's my hot take. Talky talkie emerges again, rules okay. for at least four weeks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's probably probably accurate. Yeah, yeah I think they'll.
2: I think there will be
3: <laughs> four weeks where each of them has the, the number one spot. It's <laughs> yeah. gonna drive people absolutely crazy. Um, covering that, the spread,
2: man. Covering the <laughs>
3: spread. Yeah, that's what it was last year, right? And I mean, yeah, yeah. It just has all the makings of the similar situation. And Walker, I think. Could easily be the best linebacker in that group, um, as someone that maybe the coaching staff will view as the top leader, green dot type of guy um, who sees the most snaps. So, mm-hmm. if I had to trust one, I kind of trust Walker. I think he's been a good IDP. So is JOK, but for whatever reason, they I, I, maybe it's size that they, they don't like the fit on him for you know run game and stuff like that. So maybe they substitute him out a little bit more. But it seems like
2: Walker they were trusting last year when uh, when he was healthy. The only thing else I'd like to add is to make sure that our normal STP and uh, IDP folks that will tune in, understand these aren't standard league options.
1: We tend to target shallower leagues here, but sure. the, the the listeners are getting everything this week, mm. so it's yeah. a it's a gift. What's that?
0: Your computer has another virus? Well, my friend, you need help to stop your obsession with the dirty <sighs> o. All of this searching for air yards and yards after catch and blah blah blah. Stop your Dirty O obsession by searching for the IDP Pro Players Podcast instead and focus on the other side of the balls, I I mean ball. The crew on the IDP Pro Players Podcast care about you and your technology by holding true to their No Dirty O mantra. Every week Gary and John bring you the IDP content you need to save your rosters and dominate your league while avoiding the dirty O. So save your technology by tuning into the IDP Pro Players Podcast with your longtime and totally unoffensive veteran hosts, Johnny the Greek and Gary the IDP Tipster. Follow them on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P R O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Podcast
1: let's talk Titans, uh, real quick here, because that once again is, is a team that everything's just kind of fluctuating and up in the air and Aziz Alshair just went there. I don't even know who's left linebacker wise. I mean, the Cunningham got cut, uh, mm-hmm. Dylan Cole, I believe went to Chicago. Like who the heck is even there now?
3: <laughs> yeah. It's Monty rice, Jack Gibbons and Luke Gifford, um, and chance Campbell. Um, that is, that's it. And thankfully, they brought in Aziz Alsheer because mm-hmm. uh, I think, as far as that linebacker room goes, he's the guy that you you want to draft for IDP and for shallower leagues too. I think he'll he'll be effective and he'll be useful. But yeah, we know there's just not. NFL level talent outside of Aziz Alshair. At least we've seen him get a starting opportunity in the NFL on one of the best defenses in the league and play well and be effective. So that gives me a lot of confidence that we can trust that Aziz Alshair as their every down guy, but outside of him, the Titans were the second most dime heavy team in the league last year. So they were taking linebackers off the field and that was probably because of a lack of talent and that mm-hmm. doesn't really change this year. David Long goes out, Aziz Al comes in. Um, so yeah, I he's he's the one I want. Those deeper leagues, maybe you take a swing at Monty Rice, but outside of that, that's it. It's I, I like Al I think it's a nice fit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one there. Let's uh let's bring up one of Gary's favorite guys here. So so last year with the Aaron Donald injury, Greg Gaines at defensive tackle really emerged, especially towards the end of the season. Thoughts on him in Tampa Bay? The last two years,
2: he lied. The by the way, I, I I'm I'm not a super big fan of his. Okay. What? <laughs> no, no, you got me screwed up with the the other Gary. You really do. <laughs> you really do. You really do. That's funny. Don't lie. I know you're freelancing, you son of a I,
1: I could have sworn you liked Greg Gaines.
2: No, 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 no. No. I mean at one point it was interesting, but yeah, he just kept like shitting his pants as far as I'm concerned. All right. Well well, Gary hates Greg Gaines. Thoughts They're on not. Greg Gaines and no, Tim. Don't let West. that influence you, man. No, you no, know, I, know, I, Hot ass takes.
3: No, right. that's okay. And and honestly, uh, it's right, it's rightfully so. The guy he like I was gonna say, he played a ton. But for the most part, his production was a result of volume, right? He, you know, Mm -hmm. versus actually being an efficient player. So this guy, outside of deep, like DT required leagues, I wouldn't be overly interested in him, Um, especially on Tampa Bay. Now I I think they got better options. I mean, not that Aaron Donald was a bad option, but that's just one man. Although he sometimes plays like more than one man, Uh, but you got (laughs) Vita Veya. They spent a second round pick on Logan Hall last year. I think he'll get an opportunity I don't think Gaines is going to get the same level of volume that he did with the Rams and being a volume dependent player that doesn't really bode
2: well for, for IDP purposes. More of a solid NFL signing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Fantasy. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Good, good stuff. So, that, I mean, that's that's most of the new ones this week. Let's circle back to some of the older ones that are a little more uh, relevant now. So, I mean, the Bears, man, that's the big one, right? Like, you got yeah. Tremaine, you got T.J. Edwards, and we've seen it even this week in the best balls were in uh, T.J. Edwards and Tremaine. Their, their values have shot up exponentially. Mm-hmm. Who, who would you rather have there and why, and what's the outlook for those guys? Yeah,
3: so – for me i i mean maybe this is a hot take but i love tj edwards i think he's the the bears linebacker to roster over tremaine edmonds and he's probably not going to get drafted ahead of tremaine edmonds um so i'm in the draft and usually I'll, I'll i'll do that just to confuse people um but i do i i like tj edwards i think he's been very good uh as an nfl player tj or tremaine edmonds was good last year for the first time in his career, um, just in time to to get that payday. So that was that was a <laughs> nice sign for him. But TJ Edwards to me has just been consistent. He's been very efficient as a tackler. So we love that obviously for IDP, where Tremaine Edmonds is just kind of been there um he hasn't really you know wowed anything as far as being right. like this former first round pick and you know all this hype no, around no him
2: splash plays whatsoever you know right. nothing, just tackle just tackles. I, I love it we had the same discussion just previously about him on the show man that, yeah. that's it's good to hear it's good to hear especially when i haven't had the chance to talk to you about him before <laughs> so i mean hell yeah you know i think the whole guru kind of thing can be like Blown way out of proportion nowadays, especially. So, I mean, all you got to do is to outlast the rest of the dogs. Look at me, you know. <laughs> Here I am. That's, that's shit, right, that's right. That's The key, longevity. It ain't, ain't going to be much longer. Look at this shit on the top of this head, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's about
1: gone. Uh, I'm well on my way. Don't worry. <laughs> ah. good. That's that's good stuff.
2: Fact. The National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes. And we already know finding new innovations in research, surgical options, and clinical trials is essential to finding a cure. And to all those fantasy football ladies that may be listening, we also know with early detection your survival rate goes up. And that's why breast self-exams are very important and the best way to give your old girls their best fighting chance to win the championship. So, with all that being said, The fellas here at the IDP Pro Players Pod would like to remind everyone. The National Breast Cancer Foundation does take donations. So please, go and give what you can. And let's give our mothers, our wives, our sisters, and every woman the support, the resources, and maybe even more importantly, the hope by knowing we all really do care.
1: What what about uh, Caden Ellis over on the Falcons? So I mean... Mm -hmm uh what's what's that gonna look like does he get like a similar pass rushing kind of role i mean he had some sacks last year uh what do you think his role looks like on the falcons i
3: think he'll be involved as as a blitzer or or as a pass rusher it's the same defensive coordinator now uh for atlanta that was that gave him the starting opportunity uh with the saints last year well not that he he gave it to him pete werner got hurt and that he stepped in but um man, if there's one thing the Falcons need, it's it's pass rush, right? So I think they'll they'll try to utilize that. And I, I know Ellis, I think, tied for the league lead among linebackers and sacks. That's off-ball linebackers. I think he had seven. So I'll be interested to see if they do utilize him more on the edge um, as opposed to off-ball. And then I think Troy Anderson in Atlanta is still going to be a very good option. I think he might be the best option. But I, I think Ellis will absolutely be solid as maybe an LB three type with upside. Um, if he could start getting those blitz opportunities and converting.
2: I love the kid. I think this is a great opportunity. I think Walker is pretty well out the door. Anderson I'm 50, 50 on uh, mm-hmm. I, I kind of wouldn't be shocked if Evans ended up back there for another year. He actually had a nice year last year. He, yeah. he, in my opinion, And according to watching your grades at PFF. (laughs) Yeah, he was. I think he
3: played like 1100 snaps or something like that for them. So he he did them a solid. That's for sure. I mean, (laughs) maybe
2: he's uh, eating some of what Levante David's get eating with some of those salads and that real healthy diet that helped him. (laughs) He had a hell of a season this past year, too. So Two, two veterans, one not slipping and one that got better. So hell. Yeah. For sure, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think there'll be, I think there'll still be
3: a market for Evans. It'll be one to watch, and yeah, I mean, I know Dean Pease is gone as defensive coordinator, so it's not going to be the same staff there for him. So that'll be mm. one factor, at least, for him to kind of get over. But uh, yeah, like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought him back at all.
2: Is this open mic? Yeah, yeah, fire away. <laughs> can I can ask you one more question because yeah, this one course. really pissed me off as a tranquil fan. But oh, what do you yeah. think about that
3: royal screwing? Oh man, mm. I think that was uh, Steve Spagnola. He gave us one year. He's like, mm. you IDP hey, players hey. have complained too much. I'll give you one year of useful linebackers that yeah. with consistent usage, uh, and then now he's gonna he's gonna take that away for from us again. It's gonna go back to being just a complete. Mess and and there will be a rotation there. I still think Nick Bolton will yeah. play the most snaps uh, of right. the group, but between Willie Gay and Andrew Tranquil, they have different skill sets. Um, I think Willie Gay is a decent coverage player. You might see Tranquil get a little bit more blitz opportunities, and yeah. it, it's going to be a little messy. It's going to take a couple weeks to see it sort out. So I wouldn't go crazy spending high draft capital no. on on oh, these guys no. right now.
2: But uh, no, no. Yeah. I think it just really. Oh, I get emotional when I think about it. I used to be a Chargers fan, man. Believe it or not, hanging on this wall behind me is like a Drew Brees. It used to be a Ryan Leaf up there, but I burnt that son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah, he's, he's got personal problems. You leave Ryan. No, Leaf Oh, dude. Alone.
2: I mean, I'm talking way back when Dan Dan Felts. You know. Oh yeah. Dan Feltz played. That yeah, is yeah, way yeah. back. I was, yeah. I was. I was. Yeah. So I can't remember half the shit since that was a lot of beer ago too. But. <laughs> Oh, as it sits right now, yeah, I hated that, man. I hated that. I hated seeing him screwed. And he's yeah. he's not getting paid, what, two, three million. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But no it'll worry.
3: be interesting to see Kendricks, at least, with the Chargers. R- um, right. I was just going to bring that up.
1: What, what do you think about – I mean, dynasty-wise, he is getting old, but Kendricks yeah. for, the, for this next year, at least, what does that look like?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely taking a shot on Eric Kendricks this year. There's literally no, – there's nobody else <laughs> with the Chargers. Kenneth Murray, as much as, you know – People liked him originally as a first round pick. I think he was a reach as a first round pick at the time, even. And he's definitely proved that right now. He's not an every down player. Kendrick's at least, you know, again, that veteran presence. And he's been a good coverage linebacker. Uh, he's a good thumper as well. He kind of does everything. I think he'll play an every down role and and definitely be effective as an
1: IDP. Nice. Good stuff there. Uh, All right. I got another interesting one for you. So another carousel, so to speak, but it's been a one man carousels in New York with the Giants. Uh, I mean, we get a little Micah McFadden every now and then, but, uh, you know, Tay Crowder, Jalen Smith. Now we got Okariki, And what do you think, man? Do they finally have a Blake Martinez type again at linebacker?
3: I think that makes sense as far as LB one consistently every week for them. Like as far as starting snaps and stuff go, my only hesitancy with o- Okereke or Okariki, whatever he goes by, is essentially is the defense itself, right? So you look at Martindale's defense; it's very like man heavy blitz heavy. So it's not super friendly for linebacker tackle efficiency, right? We've seen guys be efficient there. Uh, Blake Martinez, well, actually, sorry, I should not even say Blake Martinez because that wasn't under the same scheme. Um, But Jalen Smith actually was solid last year uh, when he got the starting spot down the stretch. And he was actually efficient, surprisingly. I don't know how. But (laughs) uh, for Okereke, we've seen him be both. We've seen him be overly efficient. We've seen him be inefficient i think he'll ultimately land somewhere in the middle and he'll be a solid starting linebacker every single week for for idp i don't know if he'll finish as a top 12 linebacker the way people you know are excited about him but he has a shot basically he has a shot and i would be starting him every week until he gives you a reason not to which could very well be that inefficiency we'll just have to keep an eye on it basically
2: oh yeah
0: The IDP Pro Players Pod is also presented by IDPGuys.org, where managers and fans can further fear fantasy football knowledge into the depths of dynasty, individual defensive players, Superflex, and beyond. That was IDPGuys.org, where they do way more than just defensive football.
2: It's my opinion, and I want to get yours, but I think Logan Wilson's on notice with this Pratt resigning. Yeah. Pratt was good last year. He was, he was actually really good. I think
3: I want to say he was our number one graded coverage linebacker uh, mm-hmm. on I'll say 90.1 coverage grade last year. Contract years. Time. Right. They get you yeah. motivated.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <contract. laughs> yeah, Money, 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 money.
3: Oh, I mean, we've seen the Bengals be a rotational linebacker group in the past, right? They've recently relied more on Logan Wilson, but I mean, yeah, you're, it's a good point if they like a guy and that's the way the NFL is kind of shifting too, is that more situational linebacker play where, because not every one of them can do early down work and, and passing down work. So they'd like to switch it up. And with Pratt, he definitely showed that he can, he can be better as a coverage defender. And maybe Logan Wilson is more of that early down guy. If they do decide to go to that rotation.
2: Him and Okariki, they were my two number one free agents. I expected nice. them both to land like Okariki. But nice. well, nice, nice enough. I mean, his ceiling's about the same as what he had last yeah. year. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah. I think it's in that range. That LB3, LB4 type. It's not gonna be an every
3: down roll, it doesn't seem, but he was effective when he was out there. So mm-hmm. that that's the main thing. Make the most of your snaps and and you'll be efficient and um Useful for IDP.
1: Yeah. Speaking of efficiency, let's talk about Denver real quick. So Singleton parlayed that wild ass season into a contract. And, and I'm sure you saw this on Twitter. There was, I still don't know what site it was that was projecting him at over 200 tackles before he signed the contract, right? This is when he didn't have a team as a free agent (laughs) and they were just, just projecting into the void. But, but now that he's back in Denver, if he gets similar starting oh, yeah. time to what he had towards the end of last year, is that a possibility?
3: I mean, if I if I had to
2: bet on one linebacker in the NFL
3: oh, to yeah. hit 100
2: right. tackles, it, it would be him. No <laughs> he's shit. just no shit. per snap. He's going to hit 330 or 340, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: crazy. If he, he played...
2: gets 95 percent of the snaps, I mean, on average, he's just killer. It's oh yeah, he's like. He's like I, I said it this morning on the IDP Pro Managers Pod. Check it out on SGPN Fantasy, by the way, on YouTube. But he's kind of like a alien sighting. Yeah. <laughs> he really is i like that um
3: because yeah i mean he played i think i want to say like overall in the year it was like less than 70% of the snaps um mm-hmm. total and he still finished third in the league in total tackles yeah. with two 20 tackle games mm-hmm. which is absolutely ridiculous and that's when he's playing that full time role right he's just right. he just attacks. that's that's what he does i, I mean it makes him a liability at times um if mm-hmm. teams take advantage of him but he he sees ball get ball that's what he Love does it. best Um, I've been calling him Kingleton just because of his efficiency. Uh, He has been the king of tackle efficiency the last uh, two, three years even. Um, Just doesn't matter how many snaps he gets. He's been a monster.
1: That's awesome. I love that. Uh, All right, let's look at Miami real quick. So so Baker's been kind of meh for a while, and they signed David Long in the offseason. Are the Jerome Baker days over and done with?
3: man i i hope so i am not a jerome baker fan i i just i i don't like him for idp he's just no. he's so boom bust right he's he's fine yeah. for like a best ball or something like that or you know plug and play if you need him if you got guys on waivers or that are injured or something like that but you just can't really rely on him on a consistent basis and that that's kind of the problem and Part of that is because of his role, right? And again, it's coming back to what that scheme is, which is very similar to Wink Martindale's scheme, which is man-heavy, blitz-heavy. It puts him out of position to make tackles a lot of the times because he's either uh, chasing down a tight end in coverage or he's um, pass rushing. So he doesn't get the tackle opportunities. But even when he's playing like a typical off-ball linebacker role, he's just he hasn't been effective. And i I hope that they lean towards David Long because I do like David Long as a player. He'd be the guy that I want in Miami, but they got a new defensive coordinator coming in so they'll they'll change things up and I'll be interested to see if they use Baker in a similar role or if they want to use him more as just a typical like orthodox linebacker and and see how he can be effective there. but yeah, I, I don't mm-hmm. love him i'm I'm not drafting him anywhere.
0: Ever notice these days how things have changed with sports entertainment? Suddenly, everyone is edgy and they don't mind offending people with offensive words. It's everywhere. From podcasts, to radio, to primetime TV. All I want are NFL defensive player reports. Maybe a quick update on the best streaming corners. And yet, I have to hear about the Dirty O. That's right. Offensive player discussions and hot takes blocking my path to the sweet, sweet defensive information I need. Bullshit. That was until I found the IDP Pro Players Podcast. And now, unless the IDP Pros John or Gary mess up, Uh I know I'm not gonna be offended by their no dirty O approach. So take my word for it. Catch the sports gambling IDP Pro Player Podcast every week and leave the Dirty O behind. So if you or someone you know has an IDP degenerate problem, that's terrific. And the fantasy move to make was to go follow a couple of the best veterans in the fantasy football industry. Uh, That was on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P, R-O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Pod.
1: Oh yeah. Uh. All right, let's let's look at a, another we could probably fit another couple in here. Uh so this was a, a hot button topic. Von Bell going to the Panthers. What mm-hmm. does that do? Cuz he's typically a closer to the line, of scrimmage guy. Um yeah, and that's Chin's role or should have been Chin's role. What, what do you think? What what happens there? Yeah. And it was a little bit of
3: Chin's role last year, right? And then, you know, he got hurt and what they did was they actually moved him more to like a slot role. Um he was, he was more effective for IDP in the slot, which was interesting. As far as Carolina goes, looking at their defense, they might want to utilize more safeties on the field at once. You utilize those, like the big nickel packages. Maybe Frankie Luvu plays on the edge. Shaq Thompson plays off ball. You'll see Von Bell play that box safety role and Jeremy Chin in the slot. and. Xavier Woods playing deep, right? So that, that that's the way I would picture how they would want to use them. Obviously, every snap is different and every formation is different. But if they want to get those guys all on the field at once, I wouldn't be surprised. If there's an odd man out, I think it's still probably Bell. I think he offers the least, I guess, true NFL upside as far as like playmaking and and, and effectiveness goes. So I think they'll like Chin and Xavier Woods as their key starters and, and Bell will be more the the rotational guy.
1: Nice, Gary. You got one more name for us.
2: My final and last question is going to be What you think about Michael Halch up with the Rams? He, of yeah, am Hacked. I butchering the Hacked. shit out? I think it might oh, yeah, I think it might
3: yeah. be Mike Act. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's yeah, a brutal yeah, yeah, last yeah, yeah, name. Yeah. Okay,
2: <laughs> I've been a fan, I've been a fan, man. I've been a fan. I helped a lot of the app users last year. I was on his train. Like as soon as he had an opportunity, I was telling people get this guy. And and I love him going into this year. He's dropped weight. I, I'm gonna shut up now, man. Yeah. So Mike Hecht, um, he came in for the Rams, um, playing on their edge
3: spot, uh, kind of out of necessity. There, there's not a lot of options there. Um, and I think they recently released Leonard Floyd as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. So. There's opportunity there. That That's the main thing. And I think he was effective last year uh, as a starter, was averaging over 50 snaps per game, which is um, a hefty number mm-hmm. for defensive linemen. Uh, he posted decent pressure numbers. He he was able to get in on sacks for some games. So he's a great, I think, depth option uh, right. for IDP. And depending on what else they do this offseason, I think he'll be a fairly cheap guy to go out and get and if they don't greatly address the position with you know some kind of stars which i don't think they can afford or are going to be looking to do um so you don't really have to
2: worry about it i think heck definitely can be can be effective again for idp this year definitely a deep option what i loved about him from the beginning to the end as i watched was development Mm -hmm. i saw development in film in time because I was on this kid's bandwagon, so uh, you can't watch every film. You can't watch every game. But, boy, I tried to catch a lot of his. Yeah, he was good. Um, yeah, he was, a, I think, an undrafted free agent a couple of years ago. So it's
3: yeah, nice to yeah, see those yeah. guys that, you know, they don't necessarily get drafted or anything like that, but they're still
1: getting a starting shot in the NFL. It's cool. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, that that was excellent. That was a we packed a ton in there. Let's uh, Mr. Macri tell the people where they can find you during the season during the offseason. All my work is
3: going to be on PFF.com. Um, there will be rankings, uh, in season uh, waiver reports, and we'll we'll do the utilization report again this year for anybody that, that saw that last year it was basically a breakdown of how every IDP on every team was utilized and then uh, thoughts on each of those position groups as, as they were relevant throughout the the season every single week. So um, a good tool to, to use for, for IDP purposes and yeah, throughout the off season, I'll be doing a lot of the dynasty content and stuff like that. So PFF.com and at PFF underscore Macri on the Twitter.
1: All right. Well, that that's all I got. He is at PFF underscore Macri on Twitter. Thank you very much for joining us, sir. We We really appreciate it. It was a good one.
3: Oh, thank you guys. Thank you for having me. And yeah, I appreciate you reaching out. And uh, uh, I know Johnny, we've, we've done a few podcasts together and, and those are always fun. And it's nice to to finally get to meet you as well, Gary, and and to podcast oh, with I, you too. Had a good time.
2: This has been terrific. This has been terrific, John. Thank you for coming on. And I, I got you cornered, so I'm going to warn you now. I'll be knocking on your door again here soon see if I get you on Fair right before enough. the season. Hey, I'm on oh, realiz- resentless longevity. What is it? I don't know. Consistency.
1: <laughs> I'm still here, right? All of the above, yes. That's right. it.
2: Thanks, John. No
1: All problem. Right. Thank you. All right, folks. That was a good one. We'll see you again same time, same place next week. Have a good one.